special guests today and I'm so excited. Um, I, I thought we were funny, but I don't, now I don't think we're as funny because <laughs> you guys are funny. Um, we have Guys We Fucked, Christina Hutchinson and Corinne Fisher on the podcast today. Hi. Hi. Guys. Thanks for having us. Thank you for coming on. Happy to be here. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks for having us. Yeah. So, okay. I listened to some of your podcasts on the way here and then also tried to finish the um, special that you guys have on YouTube. Um, and I was laughing because in one of the episodes, you guys were talking about like how expensive it was to make it and to like go watch it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, we always talk about doing other stuff outside the podcast, but when we break everything down into like finances, mm-hmm. we're like, oh, fuck, we definitely can't do this. Yeah. We're like, who the hell do we think we are? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shit, shit costs money, man. It really does. And I I hate it because I'm like, you know, our our listenership and like our fan base, like they want more from us, but I don't think they realize that creating content is so freaking expensive. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And if you want to do it, you guys are moms. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys, you guys don't have kids or anything, do you? No. No, just dogs. Or anything, no. (laughs) Not even a plant. plant. (laughs) Maybe, yeah, maybe like a plant or something you can take care of. (laughs) Yeah, I have a plant. Plants are that I would rather have a kid than a plant for me. (laughs) I think I'm going to say I I have no experience, like good experiences with plants. Even the most low maintenance, I just can't keep them alive. But my daughter daughter is thriving, so I guess that's okay. That's (laughs) true. Like, that's fine. Just keep that one alive. We'll, we'll try. We try our best to keep her steady and well and watered. <laughs> so, yeah, and watered. <laughs> um. So, how did you guys get started? Like, how did you? Were you guys comedians yeah. first, and then did the podcast, or did the podcast start, and then you're like, wait, this could be stand up? Like, what did you? How did this? Go, how did this go? <laughs> yeah, I'm so interested. No, we 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 were comedians first, but um, not for that long. It was only like a couple of years. We started comedy in 2010, end of 2010 for me, um, and then uh, we launched the podcast end of 2013. So it's a pretty in the life of a comedian. That's a very short lifespan for a comedian. Most comedians don't even get good until like year ten. Uh, yeah. So, oh, well. but but people definitely know us more from the podcast, which is something mm-hmm. we're like working on thus the special yeah no i love that i one of the one qualities i wish i had that i've never i've just never been funny that's just not who i am and i i just i want to be funny so bad but how do you teach someone humor i don't think you can teach it it's whatever you think is funny and i I think trying to be funny is the least funniest thing you could possibly do but you're you're so you can't try like you're already funny you 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 your words pack a punch already you have it you have the funny. <laughs> Definitely. That's um, so funny. Corinne, you're from Union, New Jersey, right? Yeah, I am. Yeah. Um, I'm from Newark. So oh, okay. Yeah. New Jersey. <laughs> saw, and it's funny because my husband, he like he used to live in Union. So a lot of his friends are from there and stuff like that. So I just love when I see like fellow Jersey people. Represent 908. Yeah, no, my my uh, my parents met at Prudential. Um, and so I think there was a time when my dad was working in Newark. So very related. <laughs> That's so I know cool. nothing about Jersey. Christina, where are you from? <laughs> Actually, uh, my dad. My dad's from Newark. He was born in Newark. Um, I'm from outside what? of Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm from Northern Pennsylvania, so I just PA. No, yeah. like yeah, where? yeah. So I guess we have Jersey and are PA. we all Jersey girls here? Yeah. I'm not. Well, no. Well, I mean, like, wait, where? Like, <laughs> we're in Pennsylvania. We're in Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, Honesdale, Pennsylvania. It's like super north. It's like. 45 minutes north of Scranton, which nobody has ever heard of it. So I don't expect oh, you to. <laughs> I know where my, Lake yeah, my ex, my ex, oh, Lake Wall and Paul Pack. My friend, my ex best friend has a lake house there, Lake Wall and Paul Pack. Okay. Yeah. Um, I went to, um, Wall and Paul Pack mi- middle school. So. Oh, wow. Um, that's in Bumblefuck, Pennsylvania. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> nobody <laughs> ever knows where I'm from and I'm just like, whatever, that's, fuck it. That's <laughs> like fine. truck stop. Like, ugh, like, oh God, is he going to kill me? Pennsylvania. Oh, totally. And you just never know, like 45 minutes to a Walmart. So like, yep. there's no, it's oh like God. literally the middle of nowhere. I wouldn't yeah. um, <laughs> I can't be more than like five minutes away from a Target or a Walmart. So. <laughs> I hear so you. Funny. 
Not a fun time. Um, so I wrote down a bunch of topics that I thought we could talk about that are very relevant to our lives, but also what you guys talk about on your podcast. Um, just because I think that when I talk about certain things, I don't get um, like people are like, oh, it's just Kale. Like she like hi- very hypocritical, I guess, like feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't feel like I can speak on things, especially when it comes to sex, because I have three baby dads. And so I feel like there's like very much a double standard for men and women. When what it do comes you mean? To this. Yeah, I was gonna say. Of course, you could talk about sex. You have three baby daddies. That's but no, I can't <laughs> that's, that's because how I see it as because like, I have three baby dads. I am a whore, and I should not be having and, sex and spreading my legs. And I should not. You, you get what whore. I'm saying? But like, that's if, a um, bumblefuck Pennsylvania mindset. Yeah, that's. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, for real. <laughs> You're a whore. That's so a I want to talk about it. Yeah, because like yeah, that's my up. my three kids' dads could realistically be like the only three people I've ever had sex with. Right. And sure. You just, could be. You know yeah. I mean? So I just yeah. feel like how many people have had sex with three people? How many people have had sex with 30 people? Like, why does that matter? Yeah. And just, sex. and then it, it just becomes like, a, there's like a stigma around it. So I want to know what you guys have to say about that. And like the whole, like sleeping around thing, multiple baby dads, multiple baby, baby moms. Look, sex, sex is fun and it's a really enjoyable activity. And sometimes you make a baby from it and that's cool. Like, that's awesome. And, um, she's like, I'm not going to do it, but it's cool. Is it? (laughs) Maybe one day I I would, um, (laughs) maybe by the time I'm 40, but, um, I, I think it's a matter of, and this is something that I got better at as I got older. It's a matter of not giving a fuck what anybody else thinks. Because their opinion of you is just a projection of their own bullshit. Like, it's it's people project all day and all night. And I wish someone told me that when I was, like, 15. Because it would have saved me a lot of heartache. Hell, yeah. This is true. This is true. I think I just struggle with, like, now I feel like I can't talk about my sex life because I'm afraid of people talking shit because I have three baby dads. Like, what does that look like if now I'm still talking about sex and I'm not married or, you know, anything like that? Afraid well, are always going to talk shit about shit. you. Yeah. yeah. People are always going to talk shit about you. So just, just be true to who you are. Like I don't change your story based on other people, you know? So if you're constantly telling the truth, then people can talk shit all they want, but they're just talking shit about your life that you've chosen to live. And as long as you're happy with it, who cares what other people think, you know? Well, like they have, they obviously don't have a lot going on in their life if they have so much time to comment on what you're doing. Do you guys get a lot of backlash for talking about sex or is it like the, the following that you guys have kind of created kind of is on your side or do you have like the trolls that still are like, what the fuck? Like, why are you doing this? Oh, there's trolls, but uh, right. I feel like now the emperor has no clothes on and I (laughs) finally realized that. So, um, so anybody who could ever say anything on the internet, I don't give a fuck. Like that's the beauty of age. Women get better with age. We're, we're wine, we're cheese. Like we're, we are like the more, the older you get, the less fucks you give. And so that's the beauty of aging. I feel like I get younger as I age only because I used to, I used to care so much about people Mm -hmm. talking shit, but I I couldn't, you couldn't pay me to give a shit about somebody telling saying something negative about me because because that has nothing to do with me people's opinions of me have nothing to do with me and everything to do with them what i like and what i don't like is an expression of me and every my opinions are a culmination of every second of my own life from the day i came out of my mother's vagina to to right now that every second between those two moments is what is informing my opinions so there's no way it could have anything to do with you i love that I agree wholeheartedly. Like I, I have gotten to would... the point where I just don't give a fuck. But you're married. I don't you're think not... I would. If I can't I wasn't talk about married, my sex I would life. Not give a fuck. I don't. You think. say that I'm single. I... I can't talk well, about my sex life. That's an interesting point that you bring up because my response was going to be that I don't feel like we get a lot of backlash about being sexual. And I was actually surprised that we got so little backlash about that. Uh, but I do feel, especially as um, we get older, that we get more backlash for talking about being so sexual and you got it, being unmarried. But that's just a societal mm. stigma. I mean, Christina gave me a book called All the Single Ladies, which is just like chock full of facts. I recommend anybody read it. And 
they li- there's literally stats in there that say if you are a woman, a straight woman, and you get married under 35, you're actually robbing yourself of money and opportunities. Sorry, I know you're married, but you're robbing <laughs> yourself of money and opportunities. And it's, it goes through the, just like statistics. And listen, I know you can pull statistics kind of to uh, uh, back up anything that you want to back up. Like you can do a survey for anything and have the stats come out in your favor. But I really do believe yeah. this to be true. There's like a ton of information in the book. So I'm gonna uh, read it. I definitely need to read that. I think I, it's I recommend it. the other part of it is like if V and I were to record a podcast, just us two, and she's talking about her sex life, that is okay because she's married. But I can't talk about mine because I'm not married and I have three baby dads. So um, there's just – it's very, very different. And I think it's hard because like I yeah. – I think it's funny. Like, I want to talk about... <laughs> I think if I wasn't married, I'd still talk about whoever's eating me out or fucking... <laughs> right. Like, it's just so normal to me. I feel like it needs to be more normalized. And I'm comfortable in talking about my own shit. So why would I not talk about it? And if you don't like it, then don't listen. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And it, you just have to be careful not to agree with the people that are saying anything about you. Like, because so, cause you, you said, Kale, like, I'm not allowed to. And that's according to them. That's not according to you. You can talk about whatever the fuck you want. And if somebody has a problem right. with you talking about sex, I don't care if you have eight baby daddies. Who gives a shit? Like, be your I genuine, authentic more self. More the more the, the, more the merrier. That, and that's your choice. That's your beautiful choice. That's so funny. That is so funny. Um, there was another topic I wanted to talk about that... Okay, guys, if you've been following me for a while, you know that I am a super fan of Care of Vitamins. Um, They also have other stuff as well, like supplements and powders and stuff, but I use them personally for my vitamins. I even got Joe to start using them. Love it so much. I love how easy and convenient it is. Like no matter what I'm doing, whether I'm home, whether I'm in office, I can keep the packs with me and take them with me wherever. So I do not forget to take my vitamins. Like I said, Care of is a subscription service that ships high quality personalized vitamins, supplements, and powders conveniently right to your door every single month. So all you have to do, it's really easy. You just take a short in-depth quiz about your health goals and your lifestyle. They ask you so many questions, but it's because they're really trying to get to know you and what you need as far as like your vitamins and supplements and stuff. So you get personally um, tailored recommendations based on your answers and you could stick with what care of recommends, or you can change up your pack at any time. And Caro's products are made from good for you, clean ingredients that are backed by the latest science and research. So you feel really good about what you're putting in your body. And that's the whole point. You know, you want to make sure that you're targeting whatever it is that your body needs and that care of is able to give that to you. So like I said, the quiz is really fun and easy. So you can go on, take the quiz and, um, you know, name a specific health goal that you have and you'll get your vitamin recommendations or your powder recs, your supplements, whatever it is that you need. So yeah, give care of a try. I'm sure you guys will love it just as much as we do. For 50% off your first care of order of $40 or more, go to takecareof.com and enter code BMND50. Once again, for 50% off your first care of order of $40 or more, go to takecareof.com and enter code BMND50. Baby Mama's No Drama podcast is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Hey, listeners, whether you love true crime or comedies, celebrity interviews, news, or even motivational speakers, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue, right? And guess what? Now you can call the shots on your auto insurance too. Enter the name Your Price Tool from Progressive. The Name Your Price tool puts you in charge of your auto insurance by working just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance. Then they'll show you a variety of coverages that fit within your budget, giving you options. Now that's something you'll want to press play on. It's easy to start a quote and you'll be able to choose the best option for you fast. It's just one of the many ways you can save with Progressive Insurance. Quote today at Progressive.com to try the Name Your Price tool for yourself and join the over 27 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Something that I talked about on one of my other podcasts was like, the stigma around experimenting with sex, right? Like, and like, there's less stigmas, I feel like with women experimenting, but like, if it comes to like a man and they've experienced, they wanted to experience like being with another man, they're gay. But if a woman does it, they're not necessarily gay and that's fine. Like it's hot. Yeah. yeah. But for a guy, it's like, oh, well he's experimented with men. He's automatically gay. No, that's Mm -hmm. not the case. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, masculinity is a really stupid little box that 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 men get put in, and I think uh, I I'm seeing more and more, and it's also probably due to living in New York City. But um, um, mm-hmm. like I would I would totally date a bisexual guy. I'm not I don't that doesn't freak mm-hmm. me out at all. Um, but uh, right, but um, yeah, I think we're seeing more and more of men just being more comfortable. Like Harry Styles, that's my celebrity crush. That he is so fucking hot. He, I love when he wears yeah. nail polish and makeup. Like mm-hmm. I love that he fucks with whatever the fuck he wants to do with being a, whatever a man means to him. Mm-hmm. Um, I fucks with him. Um, yeah. So, so to me, I'm like, uh, if somebody, it's so elementary to me. Um, if somebody has that attitude of a man can't experiment with men, even though it is a prominent attitude, I'm just, I think I'm too spoiled living in the city. <laughs> well, yeah. I and the reason. So- for th- go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just to say the reason for that is very simple. Uh, when women experiment, it is pleasing to men because it's two women experimenting with, with each other and they're seeing that through the male gaze. But there's nothing in it for men except for discomfort within themselves when they see two men experimenting. So that's your answer right there. If it's not feeding and empowering the patriarchy, and again, that, and it's unfortunate that that word's been really overused, um, but if it's not feeding the, uh, feeding the patriarchy, then they're not interested interested in it. So it's like, you know, when women experiment, it's some kind of a circus sideshow for men. It's not like they're respecting it as an actual relationship or, or they're, or they're excited for us for exploring our choices. They're just like, Oh, this gets me off. This is fucking cool. Let me jerk off to this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so how did you guys get to the place where you guys were comfortable, (laughs) like talking about sex and like making it funny and fun and just like something that you guys could talk about and make jokes about? we've always been like that, honestly. And we just like decided to record it. Um, I've always loved sex (laughs) and I've always, um, I've always, um, sought out love in wrong places. Like a lot of people have. And so that has made it, it's made it very interesting. Um, sometimes that makes sex really hot and that's unfortunate. And so, um, there's, um, yeah, I don't know. I I think, uh, as the years go by, I, I slowly realize, you know, I don't know. I lost my train of thought. Happens <laughs> <laughs> to me regularly. I was, I was literally thinking about sex and I got horny and I forgot. <laughs> We've Flashbacks. always been talking about it. <laughs> Yeah, sex is funny. I think I think we started talking about it um, comedically because sex and femini- uh, feminism for us from a female perspective were really lacking a sense of humor. Like there were plenty of shows where women were talking um, very intelligently about sex. And I think that's wonderful. And there's really a needed place for that. But I think when you inject humor into something, uh, it gets it out to a wider audience. And yeah. so yeah. no matter how you, I don't want to say trick people into listening it, but no matter how you ease people into listening listening to the conversation as long as you're getting them to listen to the conversation it works and I think that's the beautiful thing about comedy it's a way to make people feel comfortable talking about things that they normally wouldn't feel comfortable talking about right and there's yeah. always truth some truth to jokes so if they're right. hearing it in a joke then it actually it puts feels, a light bulb on yeah and it feels more relatable I feel like yeah, I yeah. am that type of person like I love humor and like every everything um, even serious matters. Like I love dark. Yeah. I just, I, I'm, I just love all that. So I would prefer to listen to, you know, a podcast that's like a little more humorous as far as like sex and, you know, the women being more open about it and telling their funny stories. Like that's something that I, I, I just love. I was, um, talking about yesterday, actually on one of my other podcasts, like being a missionary when you're with someone and mm-hmm. you just like, don't know how you look and like, what the fuck? Am I the only person that thinks about this? Like, are they looking at my cellulite? Did I shave? Did I, are my boobs fuck. so far apart? Like, what if they I have an ingrown hair on my ass? Like, what am I doing? I think we I, that. The, whoever you're fucking has never thought about that on you. No. That, and it's funny because I've, I've said this to my husband too. And he's like, we do not give a fuck. How you Couldn't give that. Like we, of, yeah. we just don't care. Like really? <laughs> could not care. He could not care less. Like there's times where I'm like, I look like shit. I really don't want to have sex. He's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, so <laughs> like I, I really care. don't care. I just want you to have a good time. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, okay. So responsibility of pregnancy and, you know, if you're having casual hookups and stuff like that, I don't think we really talk about that too much on our podcast because casual hookups, you're married. No, like it's crazy because I feel like there's such a stigma around, um, pregnancy and STDs is like all falls on the women. It's always the women's responsibility and nobody yeah. ever places that on the man. And I get so frustrated because it's like, um, 
And maybe I see it differently because those are the negative comments that stick out to me. Like, how could you get pregnant? Well, he was very capable of pulling out as well. Or using condoms. Um, or using condoms. Mm-hmm. Why does that fall on the the women and why is it not talked about? Mm. Could you imagine if – I have a bit that I'm, like, obsessed with trying to figure out how to write. But, like, could you imagine if a woman had to have an orgasm in order to conceive? That would be amazing, oh. honestly. Because <laughs> I had two kids before I had an orgasm. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, you yeah. had the baby yeah. and then you came. Damn. <laughs> you had the baby. Man. The baby came and then I came. But yeah, like but the baby came of, out yeah. and then I came. Yeah. And it's like a lot of us are not, you know, as as young, as we're younger, we don't really know so much about our bodies, you know, and we're yeah. never taught, you know, these things. And so it's harder for us to know what the fuck even an orgasm is because some of us have never experienced it. And then as we're going into our adulthood and like having amazing sex and having all of this and we're like, oh shit, this is what it's supposed to feel like. Like, didn't know that. And <laughs> also one thing, well, the, the one thing that's really never going to make you come is thinking about how you look. That's not yeah, hot. Like that's being worried <laughs> or being insecure or being like uh, mm. concerned about something physical in your body is the, that's the last thing that's ever going to make you come. So you got yes, like, it's true. animalistic. When you masturbate, you don't care about how you look, yeah. you know? So you have to have that attitude during sex. Like, mm-hmm. and some, it'll t- it takes training when you're so, when you're not used to, you know, not thinking of yourself in that way. Yeah. And it's interesting because you talked about the stigma. There's a stigma mm-hmm. with pregnancy. And I think like it's, there's a stigma with pregnancy both ways. So there's both a stigma if you get pregnant too many times or not in the way that society wants you to get pregnant, but there's also a stigma in not getting pregnant. So no matter what you do as a woman, just know you'll be doing it wrong. So do whatever you want. That's my, exactly. that's, that's, my right. that's true. You're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Yeah. yeah so have so fun. True. You make yeah. your own rules. So we, we're all buying we're all buying in the society's bullshit, but we don't, we keep forgetting. We don't have to. We yeah. don't have to, but for some reason, some people are so stuck on it. I'm just, yeah. it's so frustrated. You just got to train so. yourself out of it. You have to be your own coach. You have to be like your, your own coach. Like think of a coach in sports and how like, you know, on top of the players, a coach is like, you, you really have to be that voice for yourself inside your head and know that you're going to kind of fuck up and fumble as you, as you get to the place of not giving a fuck, but it's practice. Just like learning an instrument, you have to fuck up on the piano to be good at the piano. So, um, you have to coach yourself through, through, um, having higher, uh, sense of self-esteem and it's, it's possible. I think that's the most direct way. Yeah. Love that. I, I need to work on it. So quick <laughs> is um, huge We're, for me. I'm, I just turned 30 um, in March and I'm, I heard that sex gets better in your thirties. And so that's what I'm, I really want to, I'm looking forward to it, but um, I might find another baby daddy or two on the way. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Collecting them. She said, Oh God, not another one. Not another one. Just do it like just your- seems like a lot of like, like phone calls and text messages that you have to send. Do all your kids live with you? Emails. We're, we're <laughs> email only. So oh, holidays okay. gotta be wild. Yeah. Holi- you gotta coordinate individually for every holiday. No, my all my custody agreements are exactly the same. Oh, okay, that's good. That's the good. judge was like, "Oh, we're gonna do, you know, we're gonna make this as easy, as, as, easy possible. as possible." There's no, there's no reason why they need to be any different. So everyone's together at my house at the same time, and then everyone goes to their dads at the same time. Um, they all went yesterday, so I this is it. My kids weekend. My so my brother has a baby mama um, and a, a son who's my nephew. And I watched them when they were together. They did not get along. They, it was right. it was like jarring to be around them because they fought so much. They are like best friends now. They are, they're each dating other people. They they co-parent in a way that I'm like I feel like that's the move because my brother only has Brantley half of the week. They they literally mm-hmm. split custody like right in half, mm-hmm. and so he misses him when Brantley's away. And then when he gets him, he's like, oh, I miss you. I haven't. So when Brantley's going from house to house, he's like being like extra loved, like and yeah. attentive. The parent is like attentive. They're they're energized because they just got time alone. Every yeah. parent should get time alone, but that's like the one thing you don't get when you're a parent, right? Is what is for yeah. right here. And I watched my brother and, and and Alana do it. I'm like, yo, that's a good plan because they yeah. didn't no, I, I always. It works best for them. I, it's, yeah. it's fucked up, and it was really hard in the beginning because mm. obviously I don't think any parent like wants Mm-mm. to give up their child. Um, right. I, I mean, at least I haven't met anyone that has said that. Yeah, but right. um, now that my kids are, you know, 12 and 8 and 4, and then I have like a younger one, um, 
I, I really do feel like I have the best of both worlds because I am able to recharge and I am so happy when they come home and I am able to get my stuff done when they're not home. Like I'm going to get my fucking nails done tomorrow and I do not have to worry about what time I'm getting home. I don't have to tell. You, you maintain <laughs> I don't your have freedom. To worry. Say that again. You maintain your sense of freedom part of the week. Yeah. yeah. And so I, it, it sounds I fucked up, but I really friend. do have the best of both worlds. And, um, you know, I, I love it. And we do email and I, except for her husband, her husband's the only one that, um, he, we call and text and whatever, but, um, mainly I'll go through her instead of him just cause yeah. I don't need to talk to him, but, um, no, like <laughs> I said, option. <laughs> <laughs> she's the better co-parent. Um, so yeah, it's, it, it kind of is. It works for us. Yeah, yeah. As long, exactly. Awesome. As long as it works for you and your kids are well taken care of and mm-hmm. they feel healthy and happy, like that's all that matters. Totally. All right, guys. Health is like our number one goal. Self-care, working on ourselves, spending that me time, whatever it is that you enjoy doing. Find your me time with Fit On. So Fit On workouts are always free to use. It's the number one premium free fitness app, and it is redefining the workout experience. So they offer workouts for all fitness levels, and it's super easy to follow. You have access to over 1,000 workouts anytime, anywhere. So whether you're home, like whatever it is that you're doing, if you're on vacation and you still want to work out, this is such a great app for you. And FitOn has workouts as short as five minutes. So if you don't have that much time, but you still want to get a little workout in, you can do something super short and easy, and there's no excuses to skip a workout. So over 10 million people already use FitOn. They have a wide variety of workout styles, including um, cardio, um, HIIT, strength training, toning, Pilates, yoga, kickboxing bar, and so much more. So you will never get bored. And like I said, you can stream it through your phone, your laptop, or your TV. So you can do this at home. Um, No equipment or gym membership required at all. And you can also take classes with world-class trainers, including Cassie Ho, Jeanette Jenkins, and Caroline Pierce. Um, they also have more than 350,000 five-star reviews. Um, so you guys can join over 10 million people getting their fit on work out for free anytime, anywhere. Text baby to 64,000 to join fit on for free. Text baby to 64,000. That's baby to 64,000. Okay. So we all deserve a fresh start in all parts of our lives, even at work. So take your team to the next level with a hiring partner that makes it simple to find candidates with the right skills. And that's Indeed. So if you're hiring, you definitely need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And it's the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applications that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. So instead of hours on multiple job sites hoping to find the candidates with the right skills, you need one powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. So that is most definitely Indeed. Indeed is the number one job site worldwide, and it delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest. Um, So you can join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. So start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job posts at Indeed.com slash Mama Drama. Offer valid through April 30th. Go to Indeed.com slash Mama Drama to claim your $75 credit before April 30th. Indeed.com slash Mama Drama. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. actually had um, my oldest son on the podcast and I asked him like what is it like for you to go back and forth between houses like is it hard and he actually said the same thing he's like I like getting a break from Mm -hmm. my sister at my dad's and then he's like I like getting a break from my brother my brothers at my mom's so I was like it's the same thing and I don't think there's anything wrong with it but I think women in general just like you said earlier Corinne like damned if you do damned if you don't if we missed each other and called each other all day every day we would be wrong and we're not letting the kid live but then if we want our freedom or our alone time our independence we're bad moms moms. Mm -hmm. so it's just it you damned if you do i guess the same should go for my sex life i need to just also like but also like really really realize like anybody saying anything negative about if, if someone's calling you a bad mom to me i'm like 
it's so because I've got delved into like the childhood trauma rabbit hole where I like really understand what certain things done to you as a kid do to you as an adult. Mm-hmm. To me, I'm like that person so obviously is mad at their own mom and they're just taking it out on you. And it's all everybody's a pressure cooker. <laughs> they they, they want to let off. They want to let out steam in some way. The energy that they've been carrying yeah. around. And if somebody comes along, um, especially if they have a mommy issue, someone comes along that's a parent in a way that they don't deem is okay. Who the first of all, who the fuck are you? But they're going to let off steam by going, I think you're a bad fucking mom. And they're going to feel a release from their own bullshit by like, it's like a game of hot potato with this shit. And you just got to not, you just got to not catch the hot potato and put it down and stop throwing it. And then Mm -hmm. that's how we end that cycle. (laughs) That makes sense. That does make sense. And also like, it's actually uh, like wrong, like, like, They've done studies and basically like a mother should only prioritize her children. And this is going to sound wild, uh, but a mom should only prioritize her children for the first three years of motherhood. And after that, you have to start putting a little bit of yourself first. Otherwise, you basically fuck up your kid. So for everyone talking about like bad moms, which means basically a mom doing anything that she wants to. I think we saw it a lot recently with the Kim and Kanye divorce. And however you feel about that, like Kim is a full ass adult woman and she's allowed to move on and she's allowed and I think that uh, many of us can agree that I think she really fought for that family Um, and she can put like date Pete Davidson and she could post a a photo in a bikini and still be an amazing mom those things have nothing to do with each other and no matter how you feel about the Kardashians like reading the comments on her Twitter absolutely enraged me because I'm like oh is she not allowed Mm -hmm. to she does she do we have to lose our sexuality when we become mothers and we sexuality is how we got the kids to begin with like it just makes no sense and it's basically like society has created a way um, to put a wall up anytime women start growing to stop us and we just have to go through that wall like we're Casper the ghost. Like we can't, I don't even know if you get that reference. You guys are young. Um, yes, I was like, is that too old? I think what, one of you is 35. I'm 36. I'm, th- I'm, I'm 34. 34. Okay. I thought maybe it was an old episode. I definitely um, know the Casper reference. Yeah, we definitely I do. I, I agree with I your agree. take on the Kim Kardashian And stuff. I also agree with that whole like the three year thing because I feel like I was home with my daughter for a, a majority of like two to three years and I, it was like all my attention was on her. Yep. But once she was in preschool and stuff, it was like I kind of was able to get my freedom back and yes. like... You know, like I felt I didn't feel as like, okay, I need to be attentive to her 24 seven as much as I yeah. did when she was like small, you know? So I think that that is very interesting to me because I feel like at, at like year three, I was a little more like, yay, I'm a little more free. Maybe that's like- my problem. <laughs> I keep getting knocked up every time that three year mark is up. Yeah. You just Fuck. keep going. <laughs> and then you got to do it all over Shit. again. <laughs> that's why I'm having a hard time. But it's like easier when, once they become, you know, a little more independent to like, my daughter's always been like pretty independent, even at young ages. Like it was just always been like that. But yeah, like at year at year three, it just definitely got easier. And I'm the type of person like I love, I need my freedom, I need my alone time. Mm. And I love that my husband understands that he doesn't give a fuck. Like he's like, if you want to go do something, go do it. Like I don't care. Like just do it. So I think that's something that I I need a person like that all the time because I know in myself I never want to lose my freedom, my individuality. Like I think a lot of us lose our individualities and we just mm. stick to just being one thing. Like we have to be a mom and that's it. Like no, the fuck I don't. I I'm not just mom. You know, like I have other right. things that. I feel like, you know, resonate with me as far as like hobbies and like podcasting and stuff like that. Like these are all things that I want to do and keep doing. So no, I, I, I totally agree. And, and just keeping that sexiness and like, like, you know, you've got it going on. Like I know if, it, you know, like as I get older, we just get better. Like we're like for fine wine. So no, it's cheese. like, I, I am we're cheese. cheese. <laughs> I'm changing my Instagram bio. I'm changing my Instagram bio to I am cheese. We need a, a shirt. <laughs> I am cheese. With a I love cheese. On it. Yeah. yeah. Um, can we, Corinne, can we talk about Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian really quick? Because I want to talk Absolutely. about the age gap um, because I feel like yeah. that kind of goes along with it all. Like there's such a stigma around women dating younger men. Mm-hmm. Like what yeah. is that? Uh, well, it's funny that you should ask me because I'm 36 and my boyfriend's 24. So I love that. Yeah, I right love right. that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I and I want to say I did it before Kim Kardashian. Um, I do feel <laughs> like I started a trend. 
Well, listen, honestly, it was just like, for me, I basically try to be, I try to be really open-minded when people ask me out. Um, uh, I'm not a lot of people ask me out and not for a second. Do I think that's cause like, I'm not like hot or interesting. It's because I'm extremely intimidating and extremely closed <laughs> off. And I know both of these things. Um, because later on, like a, like a million people will be like, Oh, I had a crush on you two years ago. And I'm like, why didn't you say anything? Like, that's so, I hate when people tell They're me scared. that that's so yeah. annoying. They'll be like, yeah. in, they'll be like, uh, I'll be like, Oh, congrats on your engagement. And they'll be like, yeah, man, I had a crush on you two years ago. And I'm like, like, what, why are you telling me <laughs> like, this? Like, how awkward you <laughs> for <laughs> everyone, how awkward for everyone. Um, but uh, I mean, I, th- I was on the dating apps for a very little bit of time. Cause I don't know. I'm just not that interested in dating to be honest. Um, and I, I noticed in the back and forth, the younger men, even though I was less attracted to them uh, aesthetically, they were just so much more interested, responsive, not trying to be funny, not trying to like beat me at my own game. Especially when you find out someone's a female comedian, they go, there's always some story of how they tried to pursue comedy. And I'm like, well, bitch, then Tired. you failed because you're not a comedian right now. Um, yeah. And uh, I, I, I just like, I was like, I realized that I needed to date in a different way because obviously the way I had been dating previously wasn't working. working. (laughs) So if you keep doing the same thing over and over, that's what insanity is. So I said, why am I like, why not? This person made a really intense play for me. Uh, I gave it one date. That's kind of my rule. Unless I'm disgusted or repulsed by you morally, I'll go out on one date with you. Uh, I was went on on the date expecting to kind of like have a funny story. And then the person really... He really brought it. So I said, why would I not continue this? I mean, the age gap is so ridiculous. Like I talk about on stage right now that if I was a 36-year-old man talking about my 24-year-old girlfriend, everyone would be like, oh, that's basically the same age. You know, people in Hollywood dating with that small of an age gap would be literally commended. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Who who is it? Keanu Reeves, I believe, has a kind of similar age girlfriend and people basically threw a fucking parade for him. It, it, it's yeah. insane. Um, I don't think anyone has, well, I mean, I, I noticed it, but I don't think anyone really talks about the age gap between Kim and Pete at all. Like that's like the least of anyone's concerns, but I feel like if, if I was to do it or if people around us were to do it, it would be the first thing that people talk about, which is so crazy because to me, it doesn't really matter. Um, it just depends on the, the people. Like not every 24 yeah. year old guy is, you know, super immature i just feel like human beings have this thing in their head that's very caveman-esque where the second you do anything Mm -hmm. that's against the grain that's against the societal standard everyone's like you're not doing it the way they said you should okay like (laughs) it's 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 just people it just okay it's almost like they sense danger when you go against society's expectations of you which is so interesting right yeah because they can't face their own discomfort they can't exactly. And that's what it boils down to. So like everything makes them uncomfortable because either they haven't, either they've never been exposed to it or they just think it's wrong and all these other things. And it's like, well, you're not even living, you're not living my life. So what I had a, you care? I did have a friend that was dating, uh, there was a seven year age gap and it was, she was older than him. And I was probably tw- I mean, early 20s. And I, I did think it was weird at the time. But I guess as I get older, I don't think it's weird. Um, I just was I wasn't exposed to it. So I yeah. now and she <laughs> she told me like recently, she's like, honestly, the sex is just better. So I was like, Oh, perfect. So then that's what I need to do. I need to look for someone younger than me. Got it. Get no, that dude. young dick. <laughs> I'm literally two. I'm only two months older than Joe. And he calls me a cougar. Like just being funny. No, like being funny. Right. Like obviously, I'm not a cougar. Just but joking. Like, yeah. Old, yeah. And I'm like, you're so dumb. Like, no, my, one of my best <laughs> friends is 42 and her boyfriend is 23 so nice. now, now it's not it's not weird it's to not me weird. anymore yeah, because i've been exposed to it and mm-hmm. i think that we're it's a little bit more normalized than when i first had my friend my yeah. other friend do it um but it is helpful to have examples of people doing it and just not giving a fuck like yeah you need to you totally. need to see that you need to see that in order yeah. to go oh that's how you do it okay, it's I'm fine do that yeah Maybe that's part of the problem of like the trolls and the critics and stuff is they're not exposed to it. But once it's in front of their face, maybe they need, that's all they need. They need to be exposed to it and be like, oh, actually, it's not that weird. Yeah, 100 percent. I love that. OK. Yeah. So. 
So people don't always realize that physical symptoms like headaches, um, digestive issues, teeth grinding, like these are all indicators of stress. And we can't forget about doom scrolling, you know, scrolling on our phones all day, every day, sleeping too little or sleeping too much, under eating, overeating, so much stress that I feel like a lot of us take in day in and day out. So stress shows up in all kinds of ways. And in a world that's telling you to do more, 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 and like just grind and hustle culture all the time and sleep less, here's a reminder to take care of yourself, to do less, and maybe try some therapy. I know we've been super fans here of therapy. We cannot talk about it enough. I I just recently started my therapy journey and I cannot even tell you how fulfilled and happy I have been just knowing that I have someone that's giving me the tools to like just better myself as a person. And it has definitely helped with my stress and my anxiety and my depression. And um, it's definitely moved me forward. So BetterHelp is a customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to, which is totally valid. Um, it's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. So give it a try and see if online therapy can really help lower your stress. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Baby Mama's No Drama with Kale Laurie and V Rivera. Listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash mama drama. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash mama drama. Hey guys, it's your girl V Rivera back again with a brand new podcast. This time it's with my lifelong friend, me, Alessandra Gonzalez, and this is Vibin' and, and Kind of Thriving podcast. podcast. Tune in every Monday to hear all about our victories, our failures. Can't forget about the bochinche. That's gossip in Spanish, in case you didn't know. So come vibe with us and be a part of this beautiful and kind of thriving sisterhood. Follow us on Instagram at Vibin' and Kind of Thriving. We'll catch you on Mondays. I wanted to ask you because I know you said like going on dates and stuff with men, they get really intimidated when they find out that you guys are comedians. Do you, I'm, I'm probably sure this happens to you all the time, but do they try and like tell you guys jokes and stuff like that? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> they would, I wouldn't look, like, I wouldn't how look often at them does that happen? Again, they did. Um, that happens in public a lot, like in like Ubers and airplane, you know, at airports and stuff that that's never happened to me on a date. Oh Cause God. the kind of guy I, the kind of guy I would go for would never say that. And I, and I feel like I could smell that type of attitude on a guy pretty quickly now. Um, so mm-hmm. I wouldn't even give that person the time of day. I, I only am attracted to people who think that's hot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. And I only date really, I only really date comedians or people who are comedy adjacent. So yeah. they've, yeah. they've like, they see me tell jokes and like most times they know, like there's no, we don't need to have a joke off at the table. Like I can't everyone can tell their own jokes. Yeah. I, I think that would annoy me if I was that like, if they were constantly me. trying to one up me like, on that, hey, I would just shut like, up. I have a joke for you. Like I'd be like, shut no. The, no, like shut the fuck up. But like, how is it being a comedian? also like it as a female like I don't know how like the then the dynamics are as far as like I love it talk talk about going against the grain it's a very it's such a male field um and I feel like when I when we do comedy I feel like I can dance and my everybody has like a female part of themselves and a male part of themselves um and that like kind of that yin and yang and leaning into Mm -hmm. various various sides um but I love I love being in a male-dominated field it's really fun um because it right off the bat you're different and yeah, unexpected yeah. and so um yeah it, the 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 only thing that i ran into that i'm like oh that's stupid is a lot of times there are audiences that just don't want to see like a cute chick on stage talk like i just like i like really? you, they, they can't they're like i can't compute like just you go in this box not this box and so every every once in a while i'll come across that i, I think it's funny at this point but uh yeah it's it's enjoyable to be to stand out and kind of be uh you know um not the big, you know, not the most popular gender in the field. I like it. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Like, honestly, just as much as men say, I don't think women are funny. Like, you'll have women come up to you after a show thinking it's a compliment. And they'll say, I usually don't think women are funny, but I thought you were funny. And that, I mean... That about takes me down just just every time I hear it still 11 years into the game. Like yeah. what a what a twisted view on the world to have mm-hmm. that right like you're sitting down at a show and you're already like thinking of women as less and you yourself are a yeah. woman. It breaks my heart. Um but I, don't I think also they realize they're 
I don't think they realize they're doing it though. Like, I don't think they realize how like almost backhanded it is. Oh no, of course not. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a crazy thing to say. It's a crazy thing to say to someone. um, But I like like a lot. Like, it's like, we're not meant to be funny. Like we're not meant to have these personalities. We're like, we're just supposed to be, I don't know, just seen, not heard. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, is there any type of like beef in the you know comedy industry the between comedy women? Because <laughs> you know you hear about like rappers and singers and this and that, but like is there like um like a rivalry like or anything? Yeah, competition between female comedians. Mm, no, because every who you comedian's are. so different. Yeah, and if if, if if that's how you behave, then yeah. Yeah. But uh, if you don't play that and you don't really um, lean into that or acknowledge that, then no. I to me, I like I like competition i don't i i wouldn't use the word competition but like i like when like a female comedian is just so fucking sharp and she's talking about things that like oh, i wanted to talk about and she nails yeah. a bit like to me that mean i like female comics that make me want to be better it's motivation yes. so yeah huge yeah. motivation it's huge motivation um so i don't really think there's beef and honestly i don't care about that stuff so it goes it goes it delightfully goes over my head anyway if there was good so. okay no I i'm more prone to beef so but i have yeah. but I, <laughs> But like, I also, I also have more, I just, I have just as many beefs with women comedians as men comedians. It has nothing to do. I probably have more beefs with male comedians, if we're being honest. And definitely my biggest beefs uh, have been with male comedians. So, I mean, because. Like they just think they're better than you or what, what's the beef? No, it's not. No, most of the times it's, uh, comes, it stems from podcasting since that's such a big part of comedy now. Mm -hmm. And so most times it comes with uh, a man saying something on a podcast. Uh, that he thinks he's just going to get away with and get a laugh. And then I stop mm-hmm. him and I say, actually, that's not true. Or that, or we're, I'm not going to just let you sit here while you say that about me yeah. or my colleague or women in general. And then there's a problem because they've never been told uh, no before, told apparently, in their entire yeah. life. So, I mean, I that's mean, happened that multiple probably- times. Yeah, and they've never been called out before by a woman, probably too. So, and I'm not trying to call. I'm not trying to sit here and call people out to be to be interesting mm-hmm. or exciting. It's just like I, I, uh, I just can't sit and listen to someone say something yeah. that is uh, untrue or mm-hmm. wildly disparaging about people and be like, oh yeah, that's fine, and like sit here passively. Like that's just not my style. I would I wouldn't feel good going to bed at night. And like that's the main thing. Like in this business, that I promised myself that every night I would go to bed feeling good about myself um and that's the only thing i can promise and i really wanted yeah. to be good on that for it's you know, un- how long as i'm in this business yeah it's unfortunate that like the society calls holding people accountable especially when a woman's holding a man accountable like beef or mm-hmm. or they just get bad attitude like guys can get bad attitudes about that shit <laughs> because they're fucking enabled their whole life oh yeah, 100%. exactly 100 percent. i <laughs> and I don't know if you guys talk about this at all or you have bits about it, but men with podcasts are just the worst. <laughs> <laughs> and the fucking worst. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like, are, I like podcasts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's like, no, I actually like There's some, podcasts. I mean, there, I, I enjoy a lot of podcasts, but there's just some that are just so outrageous why are you you talking they say shit for the attention just for just to like go viral that exactly like just for the attention not like not to really bring awareness to something or you know to really talk about it and have like an in-depth conversation and like to actually get someone's opinions and stuff like that like no they i feel like a lot of them do it for all the wrong reasons yeah, I mean, listen, yeah, I think I think it's okay to have a podcast to just shoot the shit. Like, I, some of my favorite podcasts, yeah, honestly, yeah, totally. are just shooting the shit. Um, but, I mean, my complaint with men in podcasting is, like, they have women on, and then they basically expect the female comedians to be a glorified audience. Nikki Glaser mm-hmm. actually um, talks, and, she's, and she said the key to being a good female uh, comedian guest on a podcast is to just laugh a lot. Like, she said that the times that she's talked the least and laughed the most, people's feedback is like, oh, Oh my god, you were an amazing guest on that podcast, uh, which I think oh is man. such an, a, a funny experiment that she uh, did. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't think mm-hmm. I could. I would get so angry, like if I was on yeah. just a men a man's podcast. There's so many that go viral on <laughs> viral on TikTok, and I would. Yeah. I, I don't think I would. I don't think I would think. It, I don't think I'd be able to laugh. I'd get mad. A lot of times, <laughs> it's just not funny. Yeah, they're just not funny. They're they're not cute or funny. But anyhow. Um, I don't know. Do you want to read down in the DMs? Oh, yeah. So every seg- every episode, we do a segment called Down in the DMs, and we read funny stories, similar to what you guys do with your emails and give feedback. 
Hey, baby mamas listeners, we're here to tell you that there's no reason to panic. And the next time you're searching for the perfect gift, you can now use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode takes the stress out of gifting by making it easy to find the perfect gift for anyone and any occasion. And I shop Etsy often. I actually just got, I got this shirt that I'm wearing now. It says fueled by coffee and cheer mom anxiety. I've been getting all the cheer mom stuff on Etsy. I freaking love Etsy. You're always going to find like a perfect gift or like something so like specific for someone. So I love it so much. And now it's easy to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So the pickleballer, the jazz fan, the Zen seeker, um, plant lover, anything like that. From 90s nostalgia and mixology to reality TV and gaming. There's something for everyone on Etsy. But whether it's birthday, anniversary, holiday, or even just a day to say thank you, gift mode on Etsy has really have you guys covered. So if you need to find the perfect gift, don't panic. Try gift mode now. Back, um, sure. we react to the DMs. What? Damn, it's going down in the DMs. All right, so I'm going to read one. So it says, me and my now hubby started dating when we were still in high school. It's like 20 years ago already, and we were a few years into dating and already living together. He came home with some sort of penis ring that he put on to apparently be more pleasurable for me. I roll. Anywho, yeah, I roll. Anywho, while he was in, it fell off inside of me. We struggled for I don't know how long to try to get it out. He was digging around in there because I couldn't get it. It was far, it was way too far in. And I just prayed that I would not have to go to the emergency room to get them to fish it out. Needless to say, it was not an enjoyable and pleasurable time for me. I never tried that shit again. It was literally me spread open with him with a flashlight trying to see in there. <laughs> to find his stupid rubber ring, trying to fish it out. Thank God we never had to make a trip to the hospital. We live in a super small town, so that would have been super embarrassing. Well, I don't think it can go very <laughs> actually that far. Yeah. Like you would have been able to get it. Yeah. Did he? But I, yeah, but if he was fucking her and that thing was already up her cervix, she was just jamming it in there. She was, yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. Oh. Poor thing. Ooh. I've had um, a condom come off inside of me before and. Yeah. I, at that time, I had not known my body. I had not ever touched myself. And so when I went to go grab, it was just the weirdest experience and to pull it out. So I guess if you haven't, like that would be weird. But I'm confused because if we're talking about a cock ring, a cock ring's not, not supposed to go inside the woman. Well, it's supposed to be hitting up. That's what I was thinking about. That's what I was thinking. He's supposed to put it around his balls and his shaft so that it doesn't go around the balls as well. Yeah. It's supposed to only be at the base of your dick because it makes you last longer. It makes the guy last longer. Wait, 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 wait. It's not a pleasure. Usually has the things to go around the balls too. That's why I was confused. Like how we Let me Google it real quick. I don't think that I know. I I have one. Um, I've never used it. It's still in the box. Hold on. Uh, This is called the cock ring. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm I'm looking at graphics. The balls as well. I don't. Are you sure? Yeah. 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 I mean, I think you can. Guys, guys yeah, I think balls not to come too fast. Like this? Uh, so that one's a small one. That one just goes around the shaft. Um, but there oh, wait, are. This is uh, what I have. Yeah, that one. Okay, so that one. That one is right here. So that one's just vibrating against, like the the sack right here. Yeah. If you can see, that's how that one goes on. So that's a small one, but there are larger ones. Um, many of them that are supposed to go around the balls as well. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like that's why I'm like, I'm like, how the heck did it get inside? How it would get inside. The- shouldn't yeah, exactly. be inside to begin with. <laughs> Well, they clearly didn't know how to use it, and I also wouldn't know how to use it. So that makes Probably. sense. Probably. Okay, guys. So if you're carrying a credit card balance month after month, it can feel like you're in a never-ending cycle of debt. Um, so Upstart can really help you make those final payments so you can get ahead. Um, so many Americans experience financial hardship in the last year. Well, probably the last two years and upstart can help you regain your footing and get things back on track how you need them to be so upstart is a fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online so whether it's paying off your credit cards or consolidating high interest debt or funding personal expenses over half a million people have used upstart to get one fixed monthly payment and upstart knows you're more than just your credit score um and there are expanding access to affordable credit. So with a five-minute online rate check, you can see your rate upfront for loans between $1,000 to $50,000. You can also receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. So find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash mamadrama. That's upstart.com slash mamadrama. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you. 
Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash mama drama. Hey, baby mama's listeners. We're here to tell you that there's no reason to panic. And the next time you're searching for the perfect gift, you can now use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode takes the stress out of gifting by making it easy to find the perfect gift for anyone and any occasion. And I shop Etsy often. I actually just got, I got this shirt that I'm wearing now. It says fueled by coffee and cheer mom anxiety. I've been getting all the cheer mom stuff on Etsy. I freaking love Etsy. You're always going to find like a perfect gift or like something so like specific for someone. So I love it so much. And now it's easy to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So the pickleballer, the jazz fan, the Zen seeker, um, plant lover, anything like that. Nineties nostalgia and mixology to reality TV and gaming. There's something for everyone on Etsy. But whether it's birthday, anniversary, holiday, or even just a day to say thank you, gift mode on Etsy has really have you guys covered. So if you need to find the perfect gift, don't panic. Try gift mode now. Um, I'll read the second one. Okay. A couple months after I left my now ex-husband, I started casually dating a couple men. One was 5'10", redheaded, Viking-looking man, and the other was 5'11", clean-cut cutie. Can we get shirts that say clean cut cutie? Redheaded Viking man. <laughs> Redheaded Viking man. Um, both were hella fun and in and out. Um, both were hella fun in and out of the bedroom. One day, out of the blue, they both at different times asked if I was seeing anyone else. I said yes, of course, and was shocked that each of them started asking questions about the other person. They had never met or anything, so it was just very weird timing for them both to ask on the same day and for them both to want to know about the other person. After answering their questions, the clean cut cutie asked how I felt about a threesome with him, me, and and the other guy. I was shocked but intrigued enough by the idea that I reached out to Mr. Viking and asked him what he thought. He was a little hesitant but open to it. Said he was interested but he wanted to meet him first and maybe grab a couple beers and this was on a Tuesday. We all met for drinks on Friday and after and everyone hit it off. After a couple hours we went back to one of the guys places and had the best sex of my life. Oh, Both are very dominant men that love to please so I was the center mm. of attention the entire time. It was a kinky night filled with whips, toys and handcuffs. We only did it once unfortunately because not long after I started exclusively seeing the clean cut cutie and we both agreed not to bring people in the bedroom again, but it was a crazy experience. That's crazy. I kind of love that. I know, good for <laughs> her. And then she ended up dating the guy afterwards so she like But then you're like, this goes back to our conversation about like the double standard for men not being able to hook up with men and like be straight. It's clear that that was fine. He experienced with, you know, with a man and experienced, experimented with a man and then it was fine. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. That both some of the, my favorite sexual memory of my whole life was um, me and this guy that I was hooking up with, um, flew a porn star from Los Angeles to New York City. He, the guy covered his flight, I covered his hotel, and then we just had a night. And it was- That's awesome. I would It was the best. It was dream come true. The best. And they were both (laughs) so sex, like you talk about sex positivity and it's like, that's when it comes in handy and it's fucking hot. When a guy is so comfortable with himself that, that this was a case where they weren't sexually attracted to men. Like neither of these guys were bisexual. I, cause I asked them, yeah. I was like, I don't, I don't give a shit. I just want to know what's happening here. Right. And mm. um, they were just so comfortable and it's like, yeah, it's fun to watch someone get fucked. Like get, get on the boat so or I've get never, off the boat. That's so, I did just one the confident, the confidence in it and like knowing how comfortable they are in their bodies and like in their sexuality Skin, yeah. and then, yeah it's just like oh it's, the best. it's really hot yeah it's hot as fuck yeah so interesting. <laughs> i guess i need to get do more would you ever bring somebody in the bedroom like with you, you i've know? actually had this conversation with my husband and it, i've always said i wanted to um do something with a woman and when i had that experience in vegas i had like a really good experience with this um stripper that we that i love in vegas and i was i, I like really wanted to bring her back home with us but i couldn't unfortunately but i asked him i was like would you would you ever be okay with that and he was like yeah and i was like okay well what if it was like another man and he was like, he's like, I think I'd be okay with like another man if it makes you happy. Nice. And I was See, like, and that's so hot. Okay. Okay. And I was like, this you is why I love him so much because you're like so secure. Like, and you're, yeah, like, so, and he's like, it doesn't, like, it's not going to bother me. He's like, as long, I, I, he's like, the pleasure in that is going to be me seeing you be pleasured. Be pleasured. You know, and exactly. I was like, yeah. okay, like it's hot as fuck. You like, <laughs> I was like, let's do this now. <laughs> so hot. Yep. Like, I love that. 
Oh, that's so fun. You guys are fun. I need, how yeah. I don't even, I can't. I'm so awkward. Like just in date, I would never go on like a date or like, that's so weird to me. Like I need you're group saying, outing. Group <laughs> Kale, you're very funny. Cause you're like, I would never do a man's podcast. I don't go on dates. Like you're so, you're very funny. Very funny, That's right? all I ever wanted to be in life funny. was funny. So thank you so Congrats. much. <laughs> Her non-men podcast. I can't. Yeah, I just like man eaters. I don't know, man haters. But thank you guys so much for coming on Baby Mamas. It was thank so you. fun talking to you guys. Thank this you for having really us. Fun. We yeah. cannot wait. To, I want to go to one of your shows. So next time oh, you have yeah. like a tour schedule or whatever, we want to yes. get tickets and we'll come out. And please, um, we want to... We, um, plug our special day because um, of really course yeah. plug whatever you want to plug. I wanted, plug. To I wanted an extra social. our special day youtube.com slash guys we fucked without the you and fucked is how you watch it it's the top video uh, on our page um, we produced it Corinne directed it um, yeah we're, we're really proud of it so we really want to push it as much as possible and your podcast as well Yes, yeah, guys, we have we a fucked. podcast, guys. We fucked. Yeah, the anti slut shaming podcast. It's on all. all we're uh, on all platforms. There's bonus episodes on Luminary if you want to get more content, ad free content. Uh, but if you just want kind of the show exactly as it is, it's everywhere that you listen to podcasts, and it comes out on Fridays. So new episode yes. today. <laughs> Thank, yeah. you Thank you, guys. We appreciate hey. you. This is Thank really you. fun. Thanks for having us. See you us. later. Baby Mama's No Drama podcast is brought to you by Progressive, home of the Name Your Price tool. You say how much you want to pay for your car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. It's easy to start a quote. Visit Progressive.com to get started. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, price and coverage match limited by state law.